0: Hey everyone, this is Glenn from Lithos Cry. Just want to spend a few moments talking about Stranger Things Season 4 Part 2. Yes, it's out there. I have watched it, and you know what? I'm probably going to give some spoilers here, so I'm going to put a spoiler alert disclaimer right at the beginning of this video. I'll tell you what, what a ending to season four. It was absolutely amazing. But before I want to get into that, I want to talk about something that's been going on culturally. Uh, There has been some question as to whether or not should a Christian be watching Stranger Things because there's demons in it. Well, some of this controversy has been stirred because our good friend Dallas Jenkins, the director of the Chosen series, has been watching Stranger Things and commenting on it and saying that it's actually a very good series to watch. Well, should a Christian watch Stranger Things? I say yes, and here's the reason why. Yes, there's demons in Stranger Things, but guess what? There's also demons in the Bible, and we've got a whole host of other things. We have sex. We have adultery. Oh, my goodness. We have men seeking witches. We have diviners actually speaking prophetic words of the Lord. This just doesn't add up with modern Christian culture. You know what? I think... Many of us as Christians need to get over ourselves and stop trying to clean up the Bible. You know, this uh, season of Stranger Things, the entire series is just chock full. Can I use that word? Chock full of spiritual truths that we can find in Scripture. And these are some things that I want to talk about here, especially with part two of season four. Let's talk about the villain Vecna, the demon. Well, you know what? He is actually more than just a demon. If we compare it to Scripture to what he is, he's actually a principality and a power, something that's a higher level than the demon that seeks to have control and has control over a territory. Well, what's Vecna's territory that he uh, desires to have control over and is causing a lot of trouble for? It is the city of Hawkins, Indiana. Remind me not to move there. But no, every territory has these. And can we find this in Scripture? yes. Uh, Because we read in Ephesians chapter 6, where Paul says that we wrestle not against flesh flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. Yeah, that's the realm that's outside of our physical realm. So we have to understand that Vegna is portraying much more than a demon. He is portraying a principality and a power. We also read about this in the Old Testament, in the book of Daniel, where we find that the Archangel Michael had to contend with the Prince of Persia. And this prince that Michael had to contend with was not something that looks like you and me, it's something else that has control over that territory. That's something that we can talk about a lot uh, in some later editions. And if you've got questions about it, you can reach out to me. But there's something else that we find very interesting a very interesting insight. And this insight was discovered by my wife, Deb, as we were watching the series together. So, here's the spoiler alert. As we get to um, the last two episodes of season four, we have three different groups of people in three different geographical locations who really don't know exactly what they're all doing, but they're all doing the same thing, and that is fighting against this principality and power known as Vecna. My goodness, isn't that what the church is doing? We've got brothers and sisters in China. We've got brothers and sisters in England. We've got brothers and sisters in North Carolina, South Carolina, New York, all over the place. And through weapons that are not carnal, but that are spiritual, we're fighting against these principalities and powers. And how are we doing that? Are we doing that with flamethrowers and swords? Sorry, Hopper, that was good. But no, we are doing it through prophesying, we're doing it through prayer, we're doing it through fasting, and we're doing it through preaching. That is how we are fighting against these principalities and powers, and all of us, we are connected by Christ. We are all on the same mission. That's what's going on. Find that absolutely fascinating, absolutely fascinating insight from my wife while we were watching uh, the last two episodes of uh, season four of Stranger Things. Something else that uh, i find very interesting is when uh, vecna is talking to l he's talking about his desire to make hawkins a better place a place that's not defiled by humans um that's a clue that's demonic philosophy you see we as human beings were created a little bit lower than the angels uh, you know in in the realm of creation Uh, We have certain things and do certain things that they do not do and cannot do. We reproduce. Um, And I'm going to get a little crass here. We poop and we fart and we burp. We do all those things, okay? Angels and demons don't do that. And some of them find it quite disgusting. Even the demonic find it disgusting. They find us to be disgusting creatures. They're very jealous of us. They see us as having taken their place because God is the one in his wisdom for his reason, his purpose, and his glory, who has decided to give us dominion over the earth. So what the demonic want to do is what Vecna wanted to do, and that is take control of the earth, take control of the crass human beings, bring them under subjection, under submission in a new world order to bring about a better place. Well... A demonic place, hell on earth, to me, really is not all that great, even though it does sound good on the surface. And that's something we have to be very careful of. We have to be very careful of the philosophies that we are uh, pursuing, where it may sound like, hey, this is great. We're going to make this a better place. But really, when you get down to the core of it, uh, it's really kind of demonic is what wants to happen, because the demonic wants to put us into subjection when really they're under our subjection. And that's just the way that it goes. That's the way God designed it. Now, there's something else here that I find very, very interesting. And I'm scrolling through my notes because I, I put this together very quickly today because I wanted to get this out and share it with you. Um, how come it's only the kids that are seeing what's going on here that that have the inside scoop on to why Hawkins is having all these difficulties? At the end, we see that there's a major, massive earthquake that just shakes Hawkins, and it's because of the activity in the spiritual realm. And a lot of the adults are just kind of oblivious to it. Hey, it's a natural disaster, and we're going to treat this as a natural disaster. Well, I think this is pointing out something very clearly that we need to clue into as believers, and that is we need to see the world through the eyes of a child. Uh, Jesus himself said in Luke chapter 18, verses 16 through 17, suffer little children. Uh, "...suffer little children to come to me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God, verily uh, I say unto you, whoever shall, shall not receive the kingdom of God as a child shall in no wise enter therein." Children have a very different perspective of things. They see things that we don't, and we as believers should be seeing things that other people don't, and this is being underscored in Stranger Things, um, there's a uh, a literary work entitled "The Philosophical Baby." written by a lady named Allison Gopnik, and she says this. She says, the eyes of a child are more perceptive than adults. Uh, The reason for this is that lots of research indicates that we as adults have a narrow spotlight of attention. Boy, isn't that true? Most of the time, I'm trying to figure out where my car keys and shoes are, much uh, less what's going on around me. So we need to be more aware of what's going on in this plane that we're living in and the plane on the outside of us Um, i think there's what 12 dimensions science has proven so and that brings me to the next point Um, how did they all get into this mess how did hawkins indiana wind up in this mess well it was the work of papa dr brenner and this is going to take me back to the lithospite that i did on portals and gates Uh, one of the things that dr brenner was doing was trying to uh, break the veil Thin the veil between our dimension and the next dimension. It was done in, uh, you know, in the first season as a uh, uh, something to do for national defense to increase our uh, strength as a nation against the Russians. Well, this caused problems because it opened up portals that allowed hell to uh, unleash itself on Earth, literally. Uh, is this going on? Yes. And I have to say this, and you can take it for what it is, but is it any coincidence that this last uh, volume of season four was released at the same time that CERN was started up again? And yes, one of the purposes for CERN is to kind of just bleed into and allow the other dimensions to bleed into our dimension. Man has always been fascinated by, with using science to break through to other dimensions. We know this. Historically, uh, Dr. John Parson of the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, our rocket space program, was a telemite. He was a devout follower of Alistair Crowley and a practicer of sex magic. Uh, This was something that he worked on doing. Uh, He was very interested in entering into other dimensions by using science, opening up portals, and this is something that Alistair Crowley did as well. So, is this series a prophetic warning? Could it be that God's trying to get our attention through Stranger Things, to open our eyes to what's really going on around us? I'd say so, because you know what, unfortunately, this is stuff that's not talked about in many churches. Many Christians do not even want to approach these subjects, but we have to because it's part of our existence. It's part of the world that we live in. And I really believe that God is going to use this series to open up the eyes of people and maybe even draw them to salvation, bring them to the point where they come face-to-face with Jesus and become believers. So a lot here with Stranger Things. Yes, Christians should watch it. Uh, you know, and I do have to admit, when I started watching season four, I had some difficulties with it because the portrayals of the demonic really reminded of me of things that have happened in my own life with different uh, traumas that had happened and different vulnerabilities and how the demonic attempt to explore that. But really, a prophetic warning. Yes, and we need to we need to take it seriously. And see how it lines up with scripture and what's going on in the world. And this, uh, people, concludes my take on Stranger Things Season 4. This is the last of these Lithosbytes. I can guarantee it. I'll see you again uh, when Season 5 comes out. But we've got more Lithosbytes coming out. And Until then, peace out and rock on.